I'm just telling my guest, John Mahady, uh, all the songs we have of his, which you will be hearing, ladies and gentlemen. John, it is incredibly good to see you. Thank you. You too. Uh, you and I go way back. Mm, back when I had dark hair. <laughs> <laughs> and back when I had hair. Uh, we have, I wrote about you in 1995. Yeah. You were a waiter then at, in Grand, what was this place called? Un Grand Cafe. And then it became Mon Ami mm-hmm, later. In 98. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Talk to me more about your career. I mean, when I first met you as a waiter, uh, you said, I'm a singer. And I said, gee, that's a tough racket. When did you start singing? Well, I really started singing in high school, but professionally, after Northwestern, I started doing shows in 88 at Boombala on Lincoln. Oh, wow. Wow. That's how far back I go. Crickets, Yvette, oh. Winter Garden. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, back in, in the 80s. What drew you to singing, to song? And I, performing. You, your shows, as I remember them, John, were, were not just uh, concerts, but they were almost theatrical mm-hmm. kind of events. Were they not? Well, I, I the one I did at Royal George is the one, the Royal George Theater, where they had the... Um, that little cabaret Yeah, space. where the... Um, what was that show? Um, I can't remember the name. It's blanking me now. But the... Um, uh, forever broad, uh, for, forbidden broad, forbidden no, broad. Yeah, yeah. So the um, we, uh, uh, I think I got the bug at Northwestern when I was in WAMU, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you know I had a musical family. My mother had her, her own radio show in Waycross, Georgia, when she was oh, five, called "Singing with Gwenny." Her name was Gwen, Dar- Gwen Darling. Do you have any? Uh, uh, no, oh. nothing. And and then my father was a character. He'd act out all these songs like "Take Your Girly to the Movies" if you can't make love at home, and he would do the whole thing from beginning to end and act out the whole thing. So we were always around music. My mother used to sing "Old Johnny" to me all the time as a kid, uh, and I was the youngest of six kids. So we're all. My brother was in theater as well, but we're all we. The two of us were more more musically inclined than the other four. You you performed. All over town, mm-hmm. and you, with aspirations to get out of town, to perform nationally, to perform internationally. Well, and your career has always fascinated me because you always you wound up keeping your straight jobs as mm-hmm. a waiter, which mm-hmm. you still have now, sort yes. of, and we'll talk about that. But what were your what were your ambitions? Well, I always felt like I had too many passions. Like I had, I really loved the service business. Mm-hmm. I loved the baking business, and I loved. Oh, the talk about business. your baking business for a while because you brought some treats for yeah. Krista and me. Well, back thirty-five years ago, I went to a dinner party, and this cake was so beautiful, and we all couldn't wait to eat it. And when they cut it, and we all sat around eating it, it was the worst cake I've ever. Seen. It was beautiful, but I said, "Don't worry. Next year, I'm going to make the cake." The next year, I made the cake. People went, you know, this is the best cake I've ever had. You have your own baking business. And I said, yeah, I'd call it Vincent Van Doe. Right. And it was like a kumbaya moment. And then that 35 years later, I'm still doing private parties. I've done weddings for 800 cupcakes for in Indianapolis. And Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I couldn't hone in on one thing. Yeah. I really love the restaurant business. Oh, I know. And you yeah. were famous. I had, I had dinner last night with Sharon Barrett and Steve Coates. Oh. Love them. Who, who, who said, oh, my God, they said to say hello. and uh-huh. But you had a real, uh, I don't know what it was. What makes a waiter get inside customers so firmly and deeply 
that you form a relationship that has way beyond food. Yes. What is it, John? What is it? Well, it's, I think it's because, you know, my motto is that we're all the same, really. I, I mean, I waited on a lot of famous people sure. at Ungrand and a lot of wealthy people. But you know, at the end of the day, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. And every... I call it the wow moment, the wow factor, where you walk in. I want every. I want to wow people. I want to wow them for their dinner. I want to. I want them to have an event. I want the joke at the restaurant was you come for a dinner, stay for the show. Yeah. Now, yeah but yeah. but to me it was very important because it wasn't anything that I wasn't already. I it was as genuine of of the person I am today that I was thirty five years ago. Wow. Are you a better singer? Then what? Then I mean, then you. I mean, as a singer, you know, in in many ways, as a person changes and grows, they wind up. I'm not a singer, never have been, but they wind up bringing more. I think emotionally and ex, experience wise to their material. Have you found that to be true? Oh yeah, I think as you live life, you <laughs> your life experiences really play into how you design a set. Uh, early on, I, I, you know, I, I struggle with some of the material. Now I don't struggle with any material. Um, I think the hardest part for me was I was always funny in the restaurant. Yeah. And yet I took music so seriously. Now I intertwine that comedy in with the music. And I feel like it was a marriage that was, had been waiting to happen for a long time. Wow. That's great. That's great. You were performing, and this is the reason you're not just the reason you're on the show. I was I was happy to hear from you and happy to hear that you are still singing, especially after a certain adventure uh, health wise that we will talk about after the bottom of the hour news. Uh, you were working uh, on the show Friday at seven thirty p.m. and Sunday, September tenth at. 2 p.m. matinee uh, at what used to be called the main stage, which is now called the Rhapsody Theater. And you were working uh, with a musical director of some note who also was the house pianist at the aforementioned Boombala. Yes. Becky Menzi. Mm Mm-hmm. You've known Becky forever? 35 years we've been performing since the, the, I met her in heaven. And everybody laughs. It's a joke, but yeah. heaven was a club, a jazz club on Walton. Yeah, well, sure. I think it's Chabby Chic now. Yeah. Or maybe that's gone. I don't know. But but she walked in and sang, hit me with a hot note, and uh, um, uh, and it blew me away. And I just thought, well, and we became friends that day, and we've been best friends. Her and Tom Michael and I sure. have been the three musketeers <laughs> for the last 35 years. What is she doing as as the, uh, I love the title, musical director? Becky was just on the show a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. Uh, what does she do as musical director? How has the collaboration grown now? Does she suggest songs for you? Does she do arranging for you? She does arrangings. A lot of that is just I pretty much craft the show, and we work through it. And for this show, remarkably, uh, we got through the whole show, and I got done, and she looked at me, and I looked at her, and I said, "Mm, that last number, I'm not happy with. And she said, me too. That's the only thing that stands out. And I had the answer in my head. The next week we had a rehearsal. She said, it it just eliminated the problem. That is the, the because we're such yeah, good friends that yeah. so we can be honest with 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 each other, and uh, so that's really a great relationship to have. Because oh, no question, no question. Aside from 
because it is it is a true it is in the same way that she and Tom are quote married mm-hmm. unquote on stage the same thing with you well I think that I think she is truly the most talented person I've ever worked with in my life or have ever met we would do weddings and she would walk into Wisconsin we'd do a wedding we'd hire all the musicians these guys had never met her, and people thought we played together for 10 years. Oh, and they right. didn't want to stop playing. They said, we don't care. You know, you know, we'll, care. we'll play for another hour for free we'll just pay. to play with her. We'll pay to play. <laughs> we'll pay to play. Uh, we will uh, – we have some time. Uh, Janet sent me a couple uh, tunes. Uh, Krista Flores, if it's possible, before we go to news to hear John, it's, it's a short little bit – Sing and tell me about this song, John. It's as long as I'm singing. It was written by Bobby Darren. It was, pr- I believe, he's the only one to ever record it other than myself on my CD. Here's John Mahady, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. I'm with uh, my old friend for more than 30 years, John Mahady, who is. Uh, who is coming back to uh, the stages. He is coming back specifically to the beautiful stage at the Rhapsody Theater, which is formerly main stage. For those of you who may remember that, it's on Morse. He's performing Friday at 7.30 and next Sunday at 2 p.m. with Becky Menzi, uh, which is a, a, a duo not to be missed. Uh Jen, you're coming off a, a lousy year, aren't you? Mm. This is a real, in, in a sense, this 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 concert is a real celebratory thing, right? What happened? Well, I was diagnosed with squamous cell cancer, and it had gone to my lymph node, so I had to have the neck dissection. I had it, they categorize it as neck cancer, which is pretty well, not pretty common any in right well, now. Well, but also it, it it sounds like the most devastating thing for a singer to possibly you know so you could hear well you're going to die in a day, but mm-hmm. uh, aside from that, this just sounds devastating. Well, I told him don't go anywhere near my vocal cords. <laughs> I pulled the doctor to me and I said you can do whatever you want, cut me all over, but don't go anywhere near my vocal cords. And they said you don't have to worry. And an hour after my surgery, when they I completely was talking, and I've never had any issues. My voice, I've lost any of the power of my voice. Nothing. It is, it's been miraculous, really, for me. Yeah, it does, I mean, sound, it does really sound like a But it makes you grateful. It makes you very grateful. And yeah. Uh, obviously, in the title well, of the show. It, it also, it's not just, high, it's not like getting a tooth pulled, either. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there is a recuperation period. There is time in the hospital. You think your doctor's, the, the surgery took place at Rush? Yes, Yes, and uh, I actually, the night before I went in for the surgery, I baked for the staff. So we brought it in so that when I came back to the to my recovery room, into the room, it was the most beautiful room, the most beautiful view. You could have 50 doctors in the room, and the nurse came and she goes, I don't know who you know, but you sure got the best room in the house. You're a VIP. <laughs> I call them brownie points. <laughs> when, you, when you go through something like that, John Mahady, uh, it... it often has a tendency to make a person appreciate life more. Did that happen to you? You know what? I've always... There's a song written by Brenda Russell who did the uh, the uh, Color Purple. Mm-hmm. 
and his song called The Last Day. And it's the whole premise of the song is you have to live every day as if it's your last day, so you have no regrets. Mm. So my whole life, my father taught me at a very early age to really appreciate and be grateful. So I, it just elevated that gratitude level. I mean, I always had that gratitude. And uh, I, actually, the, the, when I was going through radiation... I had one day in that four or five months where I really felt sorry for myself. Was the radiation the radiation followed with the surgery? Yes, eight weeks every day. Um, I lost my taste every buds every day. Every day, five days a week for eight weeks. Oh Lord! And I remember going in, and I was having endoscopies and all this other stuff done. So I was fasting, and I ha- I couldn't eat anything because I lost my taste buds, and I'm feeling really bad. And I looked, there was a big TV in the waiting room before they call you in, and there was a boy who was going home for the first time in three years since he was born. And I thought, there's something in the universe telling me, just be grateful for what, you know, stop feeling sorry for yourself and turn it around. And that was the only day in that whole year process where I felt sorry for myself. Well, that's a great attitude. (laughs) I'm serious. That's a great attitude. Great optimism's hard to find these days. Mm. It is. It is hard to find. When during that whole uh, process uh, did you think to yourself, "I'm going to have a, a coming out concert"? <laughs> well, that happened way long, many years ago. Uh, There's a whole other segment. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, but uh, uh, I, uh, I had, uh, I just knew that that my whole time with Rush and everyone treated me so amazing at Rush that I needed to pay it forward. So a lot of the doctors are going to be there. Oh, fantastic. And and it's my way of showing my appreciation to them, you know, and what they did to make me get where I am today. To make you healthy. Yeah. You're in you're in perfect health now. Yeah, I'm down to my birth weight, one seventy. <laughs> <laughs> uh well you have good friends and you have uh obviously great, great doctors. You also have a great singing voice. Uh instead of playing this entire song, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna play thirty seconds of a song. You wanna hear thirty seconds of a song? We will play an entire song. Uh, later as we move toward 7 o'clock. But here is John Mahady, who again, who will be performing at the Rhapsody Theater. I'm not going to insult your intelligence by telling you how to spell Rhapsody. Theater is with an R-E-R. He'll be performing with Becky Menzi Friday at 7.30 and next Sunday at 2 p.m. And uh, he's sold a lot of tickets so far. I want to talk about your new restaurant, too, John. Uh, Here, ladies and gentlemen, is 30 seconds of I'm Gonna Live Till I Die. That is John Mahady singing I'm Gonna Live Till I Die, the Becky Menzies on piano. You, that's among the songs you'll be playing? Is that part uh, of is No, that, that won't be in the show. But uh, how, many, I, how many songs are, are going to be in the show? Fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do your usual 
conversation between mm-hmm. these songs. Funny stories, stories that, about the in the, during the health. Some crisis. of your doctors yes. are going to be there. Yes, you're so not going to get too personal about no. these doctors' lives. Right? Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> I just funny stories that happen in there. Yeah, you know, I, sure. I'm embracing my uh, comedy. Um, uh, your showmanship. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, I, I have always thought of it as your showmanship. No, it's not just your comedy. It's you're you. You have always been. We've known each other for more than thirty years. You've always been a a very very sharp eyed observer of life that I find. And I think that's why you have become great friends with many people who. The relation between a server in a restaurant and the patron in a restaurant is not always. Uh, the most romantic bond is mm-hmm. generally people look through many servers, but you have wound up becoming a memorable person in many, many mm-hmm. people's lives. When did you leave? Now, in Grand Cafe, then became Mona Migabi, or what happened there? In 98, we cha- <clears throat> changed from Ungrand to Mona Migabi, and I was there f- for, um, well, to... 2021, wow. so in my 33 years with lettuce, wow. and yeah, I had moved up to wheeling, as we say, wheeling, uh, <laughs> and uh, and so uh, we, uh, so when we, so after COVID, it everything changed a lot. Oh sure, and even driving down to the restaurant, you would see so many accidents, and some people were driving at 100 miles an hour, yeah, and every night you just pray you got home safe. So. Uh, a good friend of mine who actually was opening that restaurant uh, said, said, could you please just give us one day? Could you come check out the restaurant? And I said, absolutely, I'll come over. The first day we drove over, it took me 15 minutes. And I looked at my husband, he was crying. And I said, oh, you're going to miss me? He said, no, I just love the commute. <laughs> so uh, that kind of sealed the deal. And, you know, and it, it's a French bistro, and I only want to stay in French food. It's a beautiful restaurant. Where is it? It's on Spruce Street, 844 Spruce. Uh, and in Winnetka? It, in Winnetka, just off Green Bay Road. Mm. And it is, it's like a resort. You walk out of there at the end of the night, it's like you're in a resort town. It's so beautiful. And the food is amazing. Uh, and uh, I feel like it's my new home. The name is Pomeroy, P O M E R O Y. Look it up and check the menu out. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Welcome back. You have heard, listening for the last half hour, 40 minutes, uh, not the whole life story of John Mahady, but enough of it to inspire you, I hope, to go to the Rhapsody Theater Friday at 7.30 or next Sunday at 2 p.m. to hear him perform, to hear him sing with the great Becky Menzi. You can go to RhapsodyTheater.com or you can go to John Vincent Mahady. Dot com. He's got a great website. He is coming out of a out of a miserable uh, year, but he is uh, doesn't look at it as miserable. He looks at it as a life changing cancer operation, radiation down to his birth weight, uh, <laughs> and that too is part of John's uh, John's humor. Uh, there are going to be a lot of doctors. You know, this would be a good place. One of your shows would be a good place for me to go and have a heart attack because there'll be a lot of doctors oh. there, right? <laughs> there'll be a lot of doctors at the show. You're saved by the doctors. And I always think of cancer, uh, surviving cancer as being saved. I mm-hmm. always have thought of that because I know too many people who, who have not who have not been saved. Uh, 
How many songs, John? Fifteen. And this will, as I, it is going to be, and I don't know, maybe your husband or other friends would be able to tell you after watching it how it's different since before cancer. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that would be interesting. You may feel it, I mm-hmm. think. I think I will. It would be interesting to see what other observers say. And, and Becky, obviously, is a good person to ask about that. You think, uh, tell me a little bit more about this. Do you still work at the restaurant? Yes, I do. Yes, they've been very great to me. They've allowed me to work when I can. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, I feel like, you know, when you mentioned about how the songs, how you feel, how you even pick songs or how you're different. Uh, I heard a song by Melissa Manchester, which closes the show. It was written a year ago, and I called my friend Anne Hampton Calloway, and oh. she got the music for me. Wow. And the first time Becky and I played it, we cried, both of us. Wow. And to me, that's my marker now. Yeah. Not on all the, the crooner stuff, which sure. I love, sure. but the stuff that really matters, because what comes from the heart goes to the heart. Wow. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a lovely uh, philosophy from an entertainer of any kind. It's just... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good thing you're gonna be you're gonna enjoy this uh, time back on stage, John Mahady, because you're a guy who enjoys life. You always have, yes. whether you're you know bringing someone a drink they shouldn't have. In my case, in the old days, uh, yeah, sure, Mr. Kogan, are you sure you want that other drink? Yeah, bring me the drink. Uh, <laughs> but I got to get up to this uh, the Pomeroy place once again, ladies and gentlemen. Seven thirty Friday or two p.m. Next Sunday, it'll be interesting if you ever did a 2 a.m. show. <laughs> it won't be pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and the crowd. You and the crowd. It's at the, what used to be called the main stage. It's now Rhapsody Theater on Morse. Uh, very, very convenient. RhapsodyTheater.com is a place to go. John Vincent Mahady, and you can also learn about his 30 years in the bakery business, right? Yes. John, it's great to see you. I'm Thank you so you. much. We're going to end this. I'm going to let him go, but you are going to be treated to uh, another song. Here is John. What this song? Stay the night. What is that song? It's a song that was recorded by Jane Oliver. Oh, sure. And I held the song until I recorded the CD. I never performed it until I recorded it. How interesting! And I needed the right moment, and that was the first song we recorded. And uh, so it really is very special to me. John, it's great to see you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you make it so easy.